Welcome, everyone, to an episode of Weekend on Fleek. I am one of your hosts, Richard, and I am joined by my indomitable co-host, <laughs> Katrina. Indomitable, that's right. Yes. I'm picturing, like, I got some boxing gloves on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indomitable. <laughs> I've tried to think of some catchy <laughs> phrase to throw out there for our uh, episode today, <laughs> but I didn't have one. So, so sports. I became indomitable. So, it is sports. Yeah. It's true sports, right? It's real sports. True, real uh, movies based on true sports events, sports people, sporty things. Um, there's so many that we could have chosen, so many that we sifted through, but we... Um, your two hosts, one of whom is Indomitable, um, chose one film each, and our two producers chose one film, giving us a total of four. So we do that a lot. Um, these four films are in. Ooh, there's like three that are like super close in chronological order, so I don't know That's that they'll do in chronological order. So it's Hoosiers. Years old. Moneyball, Blindside, and Invictus. Um, right. Hoosiers is old, but not as old as me. Or you, nor as old as me. So, um, so those are our four years. movies. Um, and we, I feel like we did good because they're about four different sports. Yeah. So we got, we got a variety here. Um, and, you know, we were talking uh, prior to the podcast about sports and, and kind of our relation to sports <laughs> Katrina or lack thereof that that you know for her sports ball are not things that are tend to be parts of her, no, her day-to-day I don't life. get it I don't get it okay so I, I can't tell you how many times people have tried to explain football to me I don't get it, it every single time I mean it just goes in one ear and out the other and I guess maybe I I retain like one grain of understanding more maybe. And so like sands of the hourglass, I got like three pieces of sand at the bottom of my, uh, my football hourglass understanding. Um, so that's where I am. I get basketball more. I do like baseball. I do like baseball. So there's that. And what was the, the other one was rugby. That's pretty cool. It's violent though, but it's also like yeah. football, except they don't wear like, protective equipment and stuff like that that's scary yeah. me yeah um i i knew a fella who played rugby hello adam han if you're in australia and happen to be listening to this hello adam um, he uh played rugby and uh he was telling me how he dove for a ball once and a guy kicked at the ball as he was diving for it and hit his finger and spiral fractured every bone oh in gosh. his finger and I was oh like, hmm, I do not want to play that sport. <laughs> that, that was the immediate uh, connection I had with, with rugby. But I grew up in a house where, you know, both my parents enjoy sports. My dad was very athletic and my mom as well. And my mom really enjoys watching sports as does my dad. So I have more of a knowledge of it, but I would not call myself I don't hardcore support any one particular team for the most part. I enjoy watching them. I enjoy occasionally playing them, but I'm not not steeped into any of them in any great particular. What do you detail. What do you play? You play you play uh, 
You play guns. You play paintball. (laughs) Guns. Wow. (laughs) Um, No, I mainly grew up. Basketball was kind of my my sport. Your sport of choice. uh, That's that's you run. I haven't played in. I haven't played in quite some time. Um, I enjoy it though. It just opportunities. So, Um, so four films. (laughs) Give me your week of these sports ball films. I'm going to call it sports ball from now on just for funsies. I, I can't believe I'm saying this because this, okay, whatever, 15 years ago, me went to see this in the theater many times, cried my little eyeballs out each and every time. I really do cry every time. Um, and even though I'm saying this, it's gonna, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but my week is the blind side. Oh, dead gum. Dead gum. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I struggled with my week on this. I really like all four of these movies. I think they're all really good. They all bring something to the table. You keep agonizing over the fact that you threw Blindside under the bus. Um, and I'm really struggling with, with like my bottom two. And like even right now, I'm not sure which one it is because they're so tied for me. But no, I'm gonna say I had a, I had a similar thing. I'm going to say Moneyball. I'm going to say Moneyball. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> That's so funny. You you don't know how much I love Blindside, how many times I have seen Blindside. And as much as I don't connect to sports, I really do enjoy sports films. Yeah. A lot of times, sports films are, like, really getting into the psychology of it and right. how people, you know, become better and build character through sports right. and all that kind of stuff. And I really uh, gel with that. It's my jam. <clears throat> um, so it was hard for me to name any of these, blind, any of these week, but I guess I can name blindside as a week. Cause I had to name Jurassic park as a week on that steel on the Spielberg episode. <laughs> right. So, I mean, good grief. If I can name uh, Jurassic, all right, I feel better now. If I, <laughs> if I can name Jurassic park as a week. I can name Blindside, all right. You can throw that T-Rex under the bus. Then you yes. can throw Michael Orr and his family under the bus. Well, right. if I'm strong enough to pick up a daggum T-Rex, I can pick up Michael Orr. <laughs> oh, so droll. Anyway, okay, so um, why? And really, I could use yeah, this. why? I could use I'm this curious. argument for any four of these. I suddenly realized how um, potentially manipulative these kinds of films can be also. Yes. It, where it's just kind of like this formulaic, they want you to root for an underdog. All these guys are underdogs. Every single one of these is a, is a, a underdog team and in Invictus. Moneyball's an underdog, uh, I, I don't know, resource for figuring out figuring out things. Right. Hoosier's underdog, one side underdog. Um, it's just kind of a manipulative formula. And so... I don't know about the rest of them as intensely, but this one, I know that specifically the, some of the facts were changed a little bit. Yes. Manipulated for lack of a better word, because I already said it like 15 times. Um, and basically it was like this kind of, I don't know, white savior concept that they was introduced. He was already, Michael Orr was already um, talented at football. Yep. He already knew what was doing. And so the fact that they took his 
talent away and his uh, mental resources that were already there that that I have kind of a problem with that. And yes, it's a film. And how, how right. many times do films stay true to source material? I mean, that's right. a whole other conversation. I don't know, but, but it's just feel, it feels unnecessary. Well, right. And if you just consider it from the manipulate the manipulation standpoint, right, that you even without knowing that fact, you feel it. There's a little bit of fourth wall breaking where, and you know, my argument with that, where they look at, they look at you and they know how important the story is and the concept is. And so like they go down this path to make you feel a certain way and you go because you want to go and they do such a good job. Sandra Bullock won an Oscar for that performance and And deserved it. She deserved it. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful performance. I feel like people around her were less, were less stellar, but it doesn't decrease the charm in my opinion. And it doesn't decrease the, um, the affecting story and the connection you feel with Michael Orr um, and the experience that he had with that, with the Tui family. And I really love it. Um, There's some storytelling devices that I didn't appreciate as much. Um, That was another reason that I had to ding it. I, I'm going to be honest and say Invictus was also close to being at the bottom for me for, for same, the same reasons. Right. And, um, but Invictus is so, you feel the weight so much because it's Mandela and because it's Freeman, <laughs> Morgan Freeman, that I couldn't put it underneath Blindside. So right. anyway. There you go. Well, that's the reason I didn't put it under Moneyball. Mm-hmm. Was the exact same reasons you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all and and I completely agree with your ding in regards to um, the change that was made for his football talent uh, to make him more reliant on his mom, which is kind of rotten because he's already gotten so much from them. Why did you need to tack that on in addition right. to everything else? Right. It's like, have they not saved him in enough ways? Have they not helped him in enough ways that you had to alter it? Um, and, you know, that's that's down to whoever wrote it and directed it. You know, I, I the fault lies there in my mind. Um, but great acting from Bullock. You know, she's she transformed. Uh, for that part and, and sure. I thought she did a great job and um, and she holds up the movie I mean it works because of her um, and you know we've say that so often with her you know um, that she's really a, a key element to what makes a film work and she That's deserved true. that Oscar so she, she um, generates chemistry out of nothing right she just makes yeah. it happen for sure so, so I'm going to talk about Moneyball all right um, I, I did not want to put it on the bottom. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't really want to put any of these on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I really like all of these films, even mm-hmm. though, like you said, the the truth is stretched and pulled in. Well, all of them to some extent, but some more than others, right? Yeah. But I, Moneyball for me is an intriguing idea and I'm really glad that I watched it. I'm really glad that I understand 
the idea that was presented because it's a very intriguing concept, mm -hmm. but it's hard to make a concept into a moving and impactful film. The moving and impactful parts of this movie were more about his relationship with his daughter mm -hmm. than, than they were about the game. And the, to my mind, this is um, Brad Pitt doing his very best Robert Redford impression. Um, he's, <laughs> is that why I like it so much? Right. Because <laughs> I don't so. like Brad Pitt. Uh, I'm I, exactly. Right? I do not like so Brad Pitt. He, he's, so he's, I liked he him okay. To, yeah, he tends to sometimes not work for me, but in this he worked, and I felt like I was watching him do his Robert Redford in this movie. I really did. Um. <laughs> And and so he's he's very good in the part, and he inhabits the character effectively, um, and he plays a guy with obvious regrets and uh, a guy who doesn't like the system that he's a part of, and so it's an intriguing role. Jonah Hill is a great um, mm -hmm. kind of supporter for him, and mm -hmm. their back and forth is interesting. The way that he makes Jonah Hill do things like firing people and stuff like that. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic, but aside from the two of them, everybody else who they interact with, I feel like there's, there's a lack of not the, the actors who play the parts are very gifted, but I felt like I was missing big chunks of the story. And I felt like I was also missing big chunks of the story involving his daughter and her and the, and his kind of the personal life that they deal into. Robin Wright is on the screen for like two minutes. And I'm like, what? What? When's she coming back? Like, you have mm -hmm. Robin Wright in this movie. You have Robin Wright. <laughs> Why is she not True. there more? Like, what what's going on there? And like ultimately his i loved his decision in the end of the film spoiler alert that he he didn't follow the money but that he stuck close to his daughter yeah um so that he could be near her and endured this situation and this team that you know he knew wasn't going to take him to the top like he would have been able to go to the top had he uh chased the money um and uh uh, nice. So there's a whole lot that I, I really like about the movie. I think it's a great film in a, in a lot of ways, but it's hard to take a concept that is so cerebral about baseball and explain it effectively while also giving enough depth to your characters while also providing a satisfying arc to a personal story. Um, you know, and it was so many things that were kind of going on there. I feel like it was hard to put all that in a film and give each component the depth that I wanted from them. Great film, but mm -hmm. I had to put it at the bottom for that reason. Well, I, I hear you. And I, I'm listening to your reasons and I feel like I feel like I, I got some of that. Maybe not enough. Um, and like you said, it wasn't enough for you, but all those elements that you named were there though. Yes, I I, th I thought it was interest. I, I thought Brad Pitt's characterization of this particular person was interesting. Um, his personality and it was just he was kind of he was a complex guy. Um, yep. 
Um, but you, you, you saw that, uh, being covered up by smarm and, um, you know, eating constantly, <laughs> like that dude was constantly eating some, um, you know, and other devices and Jonah Hill, like, you know, that those, those guys probably were improving a whole lot of that. Right. Um, I always feel that way about Jonah Hill. There's something about Jonah Hill. I think Jonah Hill feels that way about Jonah Hill. Yeah, I can see that. There's something about him. I don't know. He's he's super compelling. And I feel like he would be a guy you would want in your friend circle. You know, you would want to hang around with Jonah Hill. And, um, you know, the tiny, tiny itty bitty bit I know about Jonah Hill. I feel I feel like most people feel that way about him anyway so i i liked it from that aspect i also liked it because it was cerebral and because it was baseball i don't know if i mentioned that before but i do like baseball um like people say oh baseball's boring and i'm like it's the one that i like it's the one that i'll sit through um i like to go and watch baseball in person i i get it's a whole different vibe to me when i'm there than if i'm watching it on tv that's true so that's just- I'll just look up the score later, but yes, going to a, a baseball game <laughs> I enjoy because they got that that organ and the wave mm. and the Atlanta. We got the tomahawk chop. Right. Um, <laughs> anyway, I enjoyed Moneyball. Uh, I, I really did. It, it was it was those people were were surprising to me, and yeah. I like I that enjoyed Blindside. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I also there was something really satisfying about the fact that math was the real winner in Moneyball. Right. <laughs> I mean the Chris Pratt was amazing, like, you know, <laughs> all those um, you know, sports guys were awesome. Athletes were were great, but what what was math? <laughs> right. Math is the winner. <laughs> well, we've talked about uh a number so Invictus was also my number three. Mm-hmm. Um it sounds like it was your number three as well. Yes. Um, I, I, I liked Freeman in there. Matt Damon was obviously very committed and worked really hard to get physically fit um, for his part. Yeah, he looked, he looked good. He looked jacked. Um, and, you know, to me, that movie was about the political and sociological power of sports. Mm. Um kind of like Moneyball in that it almost really wasn't about the game itself. Oh, sure. But it was about how the game impacted um, things. And so, but, uh, you know, and it was a lot more Mandela focused, um, you know, and so it's got the political. And smartly, that's smartly done because it's Mandela and it's Freeman. Right. Well, and you've got Clint Eastwood, who is um, a very, confident director and competent as well and so i think he did a great job um he did something that at first i wondered why he was doing it in the the world cup game where there was a very long section where the the time was just briefly slowed it wasn't true slow-mo i felt like but it was slowed down noticeably i was like why is he doing this why is he employing this method. Um, and then I realized that he's trying to convey what it's like when you're playing a game like that. 
mm. and time slows down mm. in the midst of it because there's so much going on. There's so much tension. There's so much adrenaline and your time does feel like it slows down for you in those, those moments. And so, um, yeah, he, I didn't agree with everything he did as a director. Um, there were some choices he made that I thought were, um, the musically and other things that I felt like were a little on the nose, um, eh. a little too heavy handed. But um, it, oh my gosh, speaking of music, that gorgeous singing! Oh my gosh, this that I will not take issue with. Such gorgeous so, singing! Yeah, it's gorgeous singing and the score. It was that was that was delightful. All right, so, so now we, talk, we uh, yeah let, let's let's talk about our fleeks. So what's your fleek? It's Hoosiers. Mine is Hoosiers. All right. We talked about how you like complex and, you know, manipulative and diluted and potentially some of these other films were, but Hoosiers is just simple. It's so simple and it's the OG of all these guys. Right. Talking about underdog stories. Hoosiers is it, man. (laughs) Um, And Hackman and Hershey and Hopper. Oh, right. I have to have an H last name. Yep. Hackman, <laughs> Hershey, and, and uh, Hopper were all three so great at their yeah. own characters. And it was awesome that they were adults. How it was yes. a story about, like, okay, it was a kids' basketball team, but those were adult people. So often it's like adults trying to be younger or mm-hmm. look younger. These, right. These are adult people. Hackman was playing a 50-year-old man who looked like a 50-year-old man. man. And he he was acting in adult ways. Hershey, same thing. Uh, I don't know how old she was, but you know, like she's acting like an adult person would who's trying to protect a kid and is cautious of this new guy in town. Mm -hmm. And like, um, you know, potentially you see it's a man and a woman, like there could be something there, but uh, but a lot of times they're in their own lane and they, but they interact and it makes it interesting and creates this tension. That's not, um, it's not manipulative. It's natural and it's much more real. Like if you were in that position, that's what it would be like. And uh, his, his coaching style was relatable and very relatable. (laughs) As I watched it, I was like, my dad watched Hoosiers because my dad coached me <laughs> and like some of the things that he did, I was like, wow, dad, did you like straight up steal that from Hoosiers? Like, is, <laughs> is that just where you got that stuff from? Um, but um, I, uh, I can't praise Gene Hackman enough. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the great, great film actors of all time. Um, he's fantastic in this part. And, I, he, um, the, the producer, Natalie was saying that, um, she looks at him and thinks that he should have been in the music man, that he would have made a great Harold Hill, um, because he has that, that charm and that sneakiness about him. He does have some, Um, yeah, but I, and as I, I, I oh yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But in this part, he he's not he's done some bad things right Mm -hmm. clearly and he doesn't shy away from that and he doesn't Mm -hmm. try to 
um, justify it or um, make it seem like it was okay. And I love that he just owns it. Right. And um, he's lived with it long enough that it doesn't paralyze him, but that it influences everything that he does. I love that dynamic. Um, he does so good. And Hershey uh, and he make for a great couple. They, you know, they do have chemistry, but it's, it's very natural feeling. Right. This is, we're not watching a rom-com. It feels normal. It feels normal. Like you would. It felt like a normal progression with with two adults, like you were saying. Right. Yeah. Who are around each other all the time. Right. And Dennis Hopper is a mixed bag for me. Sometimes that man can be too much. Um, Mm. But in this, there was just enough of him. Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, way to bring up a guy's low point. Uh, hey, I love Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> but in this, he's just sprinkled in there enough so that his energy and his kind of unique presence um, adds a flavor to the film that that benefits it and, and does it well. Um, no, he was so tortured. And, that poor yeah. man, so tortured. I loved his portrayal. You really, you really um, felt his struggle. Yeah, and and this um, Hackman too. Hackman too, and and I and and I know I talk about this a lot, but set designs mm. were these even sets? I mean, truly, they look like they got into actual, you know, ball. Um, well, Indiana you know, gymnasiums somewhere, and and we're playing in in real venues, right? And so it all feels very real, and and the the actors who are playing the ball players, they're not too polished or too pretty or too perfect looking. They look like real people. And um, the, the dialogue feels real. It doesn't feel, yeah. it has a very off the cuff, natural delivery to it. Everything from the barbershop basketball meeting where Hackman's like, peace out guys. <laughs> you know, to um, to when the players are just talking, um, you know, and it's it's Hackman's movie in one sense, but in another sense, it's about the the team and the, mm-hmm, the, the town, town and 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 yeah. everything. And I like that it its focus isn't so narrow that it it manages to kind of embrace these other things. Each, I felt like each of the players got a little moment to shine too. That's fair. And it walks such a a thin line though, because it is still simple. Yes. It's still about people and becoming better and changing and seeing who you are and looking at yourself truly, even the town looking at itself. Right. And Man, what an affecting film. This was the first time I'd seen it. Oh, never really? Seen before, yeah. Oh. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And it put me in such a great mood yeah. as well. I, I went oh, and the, work the next day. I'm like, I love, I love this. I love Hoosiers. I'll, I'll I love the, the 80s soundtrack. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's catchy. It sticks with you. Um, you know, I can hear those strings with the, synthesizer beat below them right now um yeah it's 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 a great movie 
I love it really you, is. And I, I, yeah, I, I praise it up and down, left and right. It's, it's the best of the bunch for sure. I'm glad Absolutely. that we agree. Um, yeah, me too. It's nice to, nice to not have to fight for my friend Hoosiers. Um, <laughs> but um, especially such an indomitable force, right? Yes. It's tough to fight against an indomitable person <laughs> such as yourself. Um, but uh, there's something else I was going to say about it. Can't remember. Must have been a lie. Um, <laughs> so that's what you get. But yeah, great, great move. All four of these really, I mean, they're um, just fun. They're fun. They're really good. But, but Hoosiers does definitely it's set apart. He's definitely it's above set apart sure. from the rest. Um, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what it was. It's um, Hackman's coaching style. You mentioned it before, how he's kind of harsh. And again, like I had so many coaches that were like that, that, you know, that whole, you know, oh, you only got four players. Sorry. We only got four players. This guy won't listen to me. So he's not going up like pulling a guy who was doing great, but wouldn't listen. Um, you know, that kind of thing that seems really harsh on the one hand, but on the other, it's like they've got to function well together. And uh, it was fun to watch it with um, my, with our producer. Cause she was like, why is he making them pass? And, you know, explaining, you know, the, the dynamics and the choices that are going on. And it's a, it's a really good movie. And honestly, if you do like want to coach basketball, maybe watch that movie. Maybe watch that film. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty good guide to a lot of, uh, especially if strategies. you've got anger, anger issues or something. Yes. Especially if you ever feel like punching someone, then maybe that's a good then that's a, So maybe I should watch that, but I'm not a coach. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> let me say one more thing as a teacher i, I really related to him too so like that mm. guy is a teacher first right he's not it's not just a coach it's not about a win it's right. about you know like you don't teach a subject you teach people and like he was teaching the people he wasn't teaching basketball right. and i really related to that as a teacher and was inspired by that so gosh so good film so good yeah Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So, um, out of 10 whistles, cause that's like the only <laughs> common piece of equipment I can think of with all doesn't No, baseball doesn't have a whistle. Does it? Uh, Somebody's got to have a whistle. Well, rugby does and basketball does and football does, but we'll just say whistle. Just, just, we'll use just it. say whistle. Sorry, baseball people. <laughs> we could do wads of chewing tobacco you know. uh, <laughs> or scoreboards right. scoreboards think, oh, there you go scoreboards board. out of 10 yes. scoreboards uh what do you give these films oh hoosiers is a 10 i want to say yes. that the rest of them i honestly have to say after realizing how manipulative they are it makes me want to dock them but even but they're so enjoyable anyway so right. i'm trying to talk myself into a higher score. focusing a lot on manipulation this season yeah about how movies manipulate you uh, we're referring to the fact that richard called me manipulative last time uh, uh, excuse what, me what i order. called us manipulative <laughs> you called I, me you called me <laughs> everybody's 
everybody who engages in performing <laughs> arts is in some way manipulating not in that's a negative true, but then you, then bad way you did focus it on me <laughs> everybody right. does all right let's just be clear everybody, everybody focuses on me oh yeah <laughs> from meryl streep to adele to uh, i don't know uh, some comedian who smashes watermelons gallagher they all are manipulating you in some gallagher. way nice. Stephen king is manipulating you um you know even manipulating you every every piece of fiction every creative work is in some way designed to evoke emotion and I, therefore is manipulative i hate that idea i love creativity so much <laughs> it bothers creativity me. is and i hate manipulation. the manipulation of emotion when a person creates a piece of art it's designed to evoke emotion evoking is the manipulation of the human heart to generate an emotional response. But, but you're but you're go, but you're kind of going to intent. When I make art, it's to make the art. It's not meant to whatever force somebody. And why do you make the art? Because I like it. Because and why I'm do you like it? Because it makes space. you feel something, and you're trying to let. So I'm manipulating myself. Feel this? Yes, of course you are. Art for art's sake, my friend. That's what I'm about. Art for art's sake. Okay. Yes, anyway. so that you can feel the thing. If you are singing a love song, <laughs> it's not that every time you sing it, you have to to have the exact experience of that love song. That the lyrics and the melody and whatever else is going on makes you feel what that song is talking about for you. And now I feel pathetic. Main principle. Okay, thanks a lot, Richard. Okay, let's read this. You're welcome. <laughs> I will shine my truth. Shine your truth. In the meantime, I'm going to go have a nice cry. Um, so oh, let's whatever. give this... Let's give, uh, I'm going to say an eight. I'm going to say an eight. I was also going to say an eight because Hoosiers is a 10. And the rest are somewhere in the, you know, like seven, seven, seven and six, a half. Six, seven, so, six, yeah. So yeah. eight. All of them are definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen any yeah, of they're these. Fun. Uh, but Hoosiers, <laughs> if you, like Katrina, have never seen that movie, <laughs> repent, immediately go out, find it, and watch it. Yeah, and subject yourself I have it. to manipulation yet again. Mm. What a ride. Good manipulation. It's a good, it's a good ride. It's a good ride. Yes. A good ride. Good manipulation. Whoop.